0: Y'all, I'm Kiera Sheree, and I'm Ray, and And welcome to Yes Black Girl. Girl. So Yes Black Girl is a digital space and interview series that's created for Black women by Black women. We hope that you stay with us for a while and enjoy yourself while you're here, and we hope that you leave feeling inspired. So, what's up, Ray? What's been going on, girl?
1: life work life. <laughs> try life. okay, okay. trying to get like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. um lots of new opportunities now and like for in the future so i'm glad i got some things set up um my yeah. schedule you know is always crazy um yeah, yeah. but i'm good how are you
0: I'm good too, it's like things, it's kind of like I'm appreciative of all the good things that's happening, but then I'm still, you know, there's always those things that are kind of, but I'm trying to focus on the good, so I'm I'm doing all right, I'm glad that we're getting to warmer weather, even though today was cold as hell, I wasn't really feeling that, at least in New York it's cold, Mm -hmm. all right. So, we're gonna go ahead and get into today's guest. So, today's guest is a bona fide Southern girl, freshwater fishing, debutante balls, and all. With aspirations of becoming a broadcast journalist, she attended the University of Virginia, where she received a bachelor's degree in English. But after graduation, she chose the Studio Theater Acting Conservatory in Washington, D.C. over her acceptance to NYU's Graduate School of Journalism, and she hasn't looked back. This Georgia-born, Virginia-raised actress is taking the world by storm. So everyone, please give a warm, warm welcome to the beautiful Kalila Joy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi. You look gorgeous as always. Oh, I was thank you so to much. about you thank look beautiful. You. Your, your skin is okay. glowing. Thank you. It's I took my twist last
2: night and I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, I forgot how long it took to wash this hair, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that part. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Natural hair is not for the weak. Okay. It is not. It is not. It's not. <laughs> but a blessing. It's a blessing. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, it looks good. Uh, Thank you. We're going to go ahead and get into our this or that section. So, okay. all right. I, I feel like you this put or that, that has gone through. <laughs> It's going through a lot of different transitions, child. I'm just playing around with, with me. The Apple Store
1: girl. Okay, that was so funny. Avery, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll let you start this time. Okay, so our first one, um, we have East Coast or West Coast. East Coast.
2: Mm, like I, I prefer the seasons, and like I
1: love the West Coast.
2: I live out here. But Mm -hmm. I miss the East Coast a lot. I miss the fall. I miss, like, just experiencing all four seasons and all my family's on the East Coast. So, Mm
0: -hmm. got to go with East Coast. Makes sense. Yes. All right. So, the next one is acting for film or theater acting?
2: You got to do both. But right now, if I said right now, it would be for film because that's my focus. I've done a lot of theater in the past, but... uh, Film and television right now is what I'm focused on. Awesome,
1: natural hair or protective styles, both. I, <laughs> do
2: I really have to pick? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh God, i I need both. Can I do both? You, you can, can do both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can we get a? I can we get both. a
0: quick why? Well, I feel like.
2: Both of them are very important. Like, I love my natural hair. Like, I just told y'all, I just took out twists. And Mm. I was really missing my natural hair, my little curls. You know, I just like being able to get in there and really Mm. play with my own hair. But sometimes, I'm going to need a break. Like, I just, it's it's a lot. It It is not for the faint of heart, like you said. So, you know, you just want to put it up, throw some braids in, get up and go. So.
0: I feel that. All right. Dramas or comedies? dramas like i want to no. like comedies
2: more but i don't find a lot of these comedies funny if i'm yeah. keeping a hundred like the a lot of the stuff give on they're tv they're not giving what they're supposed to give like Abbott elementary is great <laughs> i love that yes. comedy um yes. but i can't name a lot of sitcoms right now that i actually find funny so i'm a drama girl
0: i feel that Nothing like some right. dramatic acting. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> get you right in the fields. Yes. <laughs> so next one is on camera or behind the camera?
2: Right now on camera, but behind the camera is coming.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. We
1: got to get into that later. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got a yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, improv or scripted? Script it. I suck at improv. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can relate I mean, to that.
2: It's fine. I've done like Second City and stuff, but I get so nervous and anxious because I'm like, I don't know. Like, what you want me to say? And I feel right. like there's so much pressure to be funny. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe yeah. it's not funny. <laughs>
0: If it was like drama improv, that's a little bit different easy. than everybody like, is always trying to make people laugh. And I yeah, agree, that's yeah, a lot.
2: Exactly. That's a pressure yeah. to be funny, but yeah, definitely scripted. Let me let me get the script, yeah. please. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so our last one is the method acting acting technique or modern acting technique. Method.
2: I definitely uh one of my favorite teachers out here, her name is Sharon Chatton. She's a Strasbourg-trained teacher, and it's all about method. Like, I don't know how to act without actually being or feeling the thing. Like, I know mm. some people can just conjure up whatever fake emotions the scene calls for that I can't do that and, and have it look real or feel real. So mm. if the character is guess who's gonna have to be in pain? The character's happy, guess who's gonna find have to find a way to feel happy? Like, that's the only way I know how to do it. So effectively, I'll say. I feel that.
0: Wow. That's a good way of looking at it, too. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I don't know why I'm kind of associating it with some type of like narcissism when they can just kind of cry on key like that and it's key, like what yeah. like, is that yeah. but at the same time it's like I don't know I guess it's just everybody's different you know. Way let of, me tell you something approaching it.
2: I had this scene and the dude in my scene was like just hold your eyes open real wide and tears will start to come I was like sir uh uh-uh.
0: uh <laughs> First of all, it's giving slaves a slave, it's <laughs> slave film, I'm I was saying. like,
2: <laughs> with all due respect, that's not really my technique, so
0: Okay. Mm-mm. Let's let that go. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the interview. So Wendy, the first set. Wendy, look, I'm already calling Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me reel it in. Khalila. Yeah. <laughs> the first time that I saw you was on Black and Sexy. Um, and that was on the the series Sexless. And I was blown away by your talent and your beauty. So tell oh, us about you. how you landed that gig and what that experience was like for you.
2: Oh, that was really cool. I Actually, the casting director for Sexless was Natasha Ward. And she had actually posted something on Facebook, which is very rare. Casting directors don't usually do that. But they were doing callbacks and chemistry reads for Sexless, and they were still looking for some of the right characters. And so I saw it, and I hit my manager up. I was like, hey, you know, this is a web series, but, you know, I like Black and Sexy's content. And I was like, I would be interested. So he called her, and they she got me into the chemistry read. And the first pairing they did for me was Courtney Burrell, mm-hmm. who ended up playing mm-hmm. Julian. Okay. And we went in and we did our chemistry read and I was like, no, nah, they're not going to hire us. I really was like <laughs> they're not like if they hire him they're not going to hire me or vice versa. What? I didn't I didn't think that they saw the chemistry they were looking for.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and then like probably a week or so later I got the call. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I knew that I had been cast. And then I got to the table read and saw Courtney. I was like, shut up. <laughs> so that's how we started and it just turned into the it turned into a much bigger thing than I ever expected it to be
1: Mm-hmm. absolutely it was so much so, fun watching you guys and that energy Thank and you. Yeah, I love that <laughs> network so will we ever get an ending like a mini film or something to wrap up the stories from those characters y'all because... gotta ask uh, <laughs> y'all
2: gotta ask Mr. Dennis Dortch the Ooh. co-founder. I I would love that. I have always said the fans deserve a mm-hmm. proper ending. Like, it's it just invested. wasn't fair. Yeah, and it was three yeah. seasons, and then you had the mm-hmm. spinoff, and then another spinoff, and it's just like, you know, it all just ended, and the actors we really didn't have anything to do with that, but I... I don't know if it'll happen, y'all. I'm a, unfortunately, I would love for it to
0: be a thing. Like, at okay. least, you like you said, like, movie. it's smelling like the girlfriend's okay. movie that we're not going to yeah. get. Hey, okay. just,
2: just, <laughs> I think, I think yeah. it should be tied up myself, but
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, you mentioned Courtney Burrell already, but what was it like working with him on Chef Julian? Because I wouldn't be able to keep it together, child. Like, what is it to hold it? Because that man is fine. We just going. Listen,
2: Put it out there. Look Cordy good. is fine. Cordy is fine, but <laughs> it just doesn't, and it's hard to. It doesn't feel the way it looks like it feels mm-hmm. on camera. You know, it's, it's, it's a acting. lot of yeah, like it's a lot of other people <laughs> in the room. Y'all just finished having a conversation about tacos or something. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you know, and it just doesn't. He's a. I mean, Cordy's a sweet guy. He's a really nice person. Um. I enjoy working with him, we got along great, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like, ooh, girl, I can't even control it. It just doesn't feel mm-hmm. like that. It just feels like, feel oh, we that. going to work today. Oh, mm-hmm. we got a love scene, like and my, I mean, God, the first love scene I did in Sexless was the first one I had ever done. I was mm. sick all day, like, I thought, I, my stomach was upset all day, I was so nervous, and mm. right before the scene, I was like, y'all gotta play some music or something, and they started playing the slow music. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I need something <laughs> to give me.
1: Okay, and so
2: the director was Amigo's Fight Night, and I was like, yeah. hey, hey, Fight Night. That's a
1: bi- <laughs> bi- 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 That's a vibe. Bi- right. That would give me in the room too. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell us what made you want to switch from journalism to acting. Well,
2: I actually got a job right out of college at a news station, and it was like a local ABC affiliate in my um, hometown area. And I hated it. I honestly hated it. Like every day was like, who died? Who got robbed? Who got shot? What is the horrible thing that's happening in the world? And it was so macabre and like depressing. And I was like, ooh, I don't want to do this every day. I don't want my whole life to be filled with horrible news. Because that's the kind of news cycle we live in. Nobody's Mm -hmm. talking about anything good. Everybody's talking about everything bad that happened today. And I just like, you know, I realized that's not what I wanted to do. And I started acting as a hobby. Like my mom was like, why don't you try acting? Just get your mind off it. Try something different. And so I started doing like local theater and went to a local community college and started taking classes. And that's where it started. And I was just like, well, this is fun. Let's see what happens. And I went to the conservatory and everything just started to snowball. And I was like. Okay, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what's
0: up. Yeah. yeah what are speaking of the conservatory? What are three things that you learned there that um, you still using your work today? Ooh,
2: that's a great question. Um, Shout one of me. the main things I learned was the importance of real actor preparation, because mm-hmm. you know I think a lot of actors when we start out we're like, oh well, I have a a knack. For it. I have like a natural talent for it. I don't really have to work that hard. But if you want to be a good, thoughtful, nuanced actor, you do. Like you mm-hmm. really have to do the work and put some time into it. And that was that was a big thing for me. Um learning how to be more physical in in my acting because again, I think a lot of times when we start out it's all about the words, learning the words, learning the lines getting your voice a certain way, how do you want to say it. But if you're gonna be a full human being, you have a body. You have to use every physical aspect of yourself. And mm. so learning how to be comfortable in that, because I was like, I never know what to do with my hands. I remember telling my active teacher that, like, what the hell do I do with my hands? And she's like, what do you do with your hands in real life? I was like, I don't know. And she's like, well, you need to pay attention, you know? she's like Whoa. you have to pay attention to your body in life to understand how to use mm. your body
1: and your work
0: that like, makes so much sense yeah that's and good. that's real studying right there that's You really real gotta like studying. be conscious about it yeah that's dope yeah I like
1: yeah that. i never thought of I'm
0: that feeling that for myself that's yeah that's dope. That's yeah, yeah it was about. really
2: good was that three uh that was two that was two mm-hmm. um I think the last part would be, I do remember this one technique that she would say when you're creating a character. She, she said, mm-hmm. sometimes it's nice to find what you call a mas- master gesture. Like there are some things I do with my face, just all mm-hmm. the time. There's some things that people do with their hands. Like Like my boyfriend does this thing with his finger when he's talking, he does this thing. But she's like, if you can find those cute little, not cute, those quirky little, very personal things and add them to your characters,
1: Mm-hmm. they become
2: more nuanced and more human. And she called Ooh. those master gestures. And I always remember that.
0: Come on. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Master <laughs> okay. gestures. <Yeah>. Right <laughs> yes.
1: So you have been making your rounds in TV land. What's been your favorite role on TV thus far? And what has challenged you the most? Um, well, I'll start with the
2: challenge me the most. There's definitely Grey's Anatomy. Um, mm. I remember when I got that script, I was absolutely terrified, and I was like, "God, this is a like this is heavy, heavy work." Mm. I knew reading the script that it was important. Like I could tell the writers were really trying to make a statement with this episode about sexual assault and how women are treated in the medical industry Mm. when they come in to report sexual assault um so it just felt like kind of uh, a little bit of a weight on my shoulders like you can't mess this up not
1: Mm -hmm. only that
2: debbie allen's directing, so you really can't mess this up (laughs) okay so like (laughs) i can't imagine you can't be out here
0: and she don't be playing he does not play Mm -hmm. oh my god not play
2: um so that was the most challenging, but probably also the most rewarding and fulfilling because, like, the response was amazing and the way it moved people and really like empowered survivors was was a huge deal. Um, the most fun you said
1: that was it. Was just just your, favorite, your favorite role? Oh, yeah.
2: favorite. Oh, mm-hmm. that's hard.
1: <laughs> um, or if you can name like two or three.
2: Well, I would definitely say Wendy is in there because I spent the mm-hmm. most time with Wendy. Like, mm. you know, me, me and Wendy were one person. Like, <laughs> she was, she was like a full human being. She got to mm. be fun. She got to be messy. She got to be sexual. Mm. She got to be flawed. She got to be, you know, vulnerable. Like, Wendy, that was one of the first times I got to play a wholly developed woman. Mm. Um, so she's definitely one of my favorites. And then I would say <clears throat> probably most recently I did an episode of Grand Crew, which is a new comedy on NBC. Oh, that's another funny one. And that was <laughs> so much fun. Like I can
0: imagine because that cast is fun. They're so (laughs) fun and like the crew
2: and like you get to go on set and just have a blast and you break in mid scene and everybody busts out laughing including the people behind the camera like it was it was a great time. That was one of my first network comedies and I would love to do more stuff like that. That was great.
1: That sounds fun. There's a later question we have that goes back to Abby so I'm just going to ask that now. Um, Okay. Okay. What types of aftercare do you engage in after a heavy role, such as Abby on Grace? Mm-hmm. And are there people on set to help you, depending on the budget? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or is that something you go about on your own, or both?
2: Um, in terms of aftercare, that's something I do on my own. But I will say with this particular episode, because it was so sensitive, um, one, the production crew on Grey's Anatomy, they employed specifically more women in the crew for that episode Mm. than usual. Like they brought in female ADs, camera operators, DP, like as many women as they could get behind the camera because they knew this was such a sensitive topic. And Mm. another thing that they did was they were very aware of the work that I had to do, so they would let me go off by myself where mm-hmm. I remember a producer coming up to me between scenes and she was like, "Do you, would you like a room for yourself? And I was like, yes, please. And so they like took me upstairs to a private room so I could just stay in the space that I was in. And they were very thoughtful in that, in taking care of me during that whole process. Yeah, it was really, and you don't often get that from a crew mm-hmm. and a productions company. So it was really, wonderful to see. And then afterwards, yes, I did take a full day and I did like all kind of spiritual work. I did like saging and, and cleansing and meditation and release exercises and journaling just to let go mm. of all of that pain. Because I had, in taking on that role every day, I would sit in meditation and invite, you know, mm.
0: The, yeah, the spirits or the
2: you know, the weight and the experiences of survivors into my body. Like I had a whole prayer yeah. ritual that I would do, and so I had to undo that and yes. and thank them, and then let them mm. go. So that's yes, so for, for roles like that, definitely, I think mm-hmm. all actors should because you take that Absolutely. in, and if it stays, it's too much. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Especially you if you're working,
1: happen. yeah, if you're working on a movie and you're doing that for almost a year. Yes. Even a couple of months. Like, yes. Yeah. got can really mess with yes. your psyche. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So switching gears just a bit. What's the first thing that you do to research and approach a
1: role?
2: Hmm. I mean, the first thing I would do is um, definitely read the character breakdown that I'm given. Because generally they give you a little bit of background and information on the character. But after that, it really runs the game. It depends on the type of character it is. If it's a very technical, like if I'm doing like a medical procedural or something, then I start researching, for example, the injuries that Abby had. And I started researching sexual assault survivorship and reading some of the stories. Mm -hmm. Um, I will look, you know, see where they're from. And if there's a certain accent that goes with that. Uh, community. I'll try to find that online and try to, even if I don't, or they don't want it, I want to know what it is Mm. just to get a feel for that person. And one of the big things that we do um, in my acting classes is is like, you want to really know how a character exists in their day-to-day life. So you wanna stay in character while you're washing dishes. How does that character wash dishes? How do they walk to the kitchen? Is it different than yours? Is it the same as yours? Meryl mm. Streep said something really cool. She was like, the first thing I do is figure out ways that were similar and ways that were different. Cause the ways mm. that were similar, I can lean into no problem. Cause we have those same things. The ways that we're different is what I have to start to work on. Mm. So it just depends on who the character is and what what aspects I need to kind of infuse with my own personality. Because is mm-hmm. going to always be there in some 10%, 20%, whatever. So then mm-hmm. I have to figure out how the character's different and then bring that into who I am. So, if that makes sense, that's mm-hmm. real
1: actory.
0: Sorry, yeah, but I love it because <laughs> I was about to say that's what's going to get you further. And I can't wait to see you getting an Oscar and whatever uh, else that you aspire to get because that's what is telling me. Thank I feel you. like we're not seeing this type of, you know, we're not seeing this enough with, you know, the <laughs> creators of today. So I love that you're pouring that much into your craft. That's beautiful. Thank you.
1: Yes, Absolutely. i want Oscars and Tonys. And- okay, and- let's go. And- you got it. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot to think about because I see, like, a lot of live theater because I work at a theater. So, mm-hmm. like, it's interesting Ooh. seeing, like, Broadway characters. So, like, right now, uh, Mean Girls is showing. hmm and, like, just seeing how all of the main characters walk and how they yeah. talk and, like, their quirks. Mm-hmm. So, th- yeah, that's a lot to think about.
2: Right. And sometimes it's just, like, it's something you're not even thinking about. And it com- you do something, and you're like, oh, she would do that. And you mm-hmm. keep it, you know. And then sometimes you really do just have to, you know, sit, sit with it for a while and figure it out. So mm-hmm. it's all of that stuff. It's so interesting to people who are interested. So other yeah, people that yeah. are like, girl, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we get it. We get it. Yes. Yes. So what are some of the obstacles you've had to overcome as an actress, especially in L.A.? Mm-hmm.
2: So, so many. Um, the first one and probably biggest one is self-doubt. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the, this idea that, well, I won't be successful until I'm X, Y, Z till I'm thinner, till I'm more attractive, till I'm uh, represented by a better agent. It won't happen for me until, and that's all just a kind of an embodiment of self doubt of, of why it's not happening for you. And I think the another big part of it is trying to, when you don't come from this world, like I don't have any family in entertainment I don't have. I didn't have any touch points, no connections. I just moved out here, solo dolo. It was just me, and mm. trying to understand how this business and this world works. Mm. I would say I'd, I I took it was like a five year grace period for me to figure Ooh. out what the hell is, <laughs> is going really going on, on out maneuver. here. Yeah, because you're really just coming out here like, okay, do I just walk to agencies and drop off headshots? You know, this was when you still were using hard copy headshots before everything went completely digital. Um, How do I meet Mm -hmm. casting directors? Like, how is that? How How do I get these people's contact information? It was just a lot of trial and error and figuring things out. And what I will say for anybody who's pursuing, like, just getting to know other people in the industry and learning from each other is hugely helpful. Like, mm. you, cause there are plenty of people. Sure. There are some people who want to be jerks about it, but there are plenty of people who are out here willing to help and like give you tips and like point you in the right direction. And so that was really helpful for me, but it, it took a long time for me to really understand how this game is played. Mm-hmm. Um, and even still, sometimes I'm surprised. I'm like, Oh, We doing that Mm -hmm. now? Okay, cool. (laughs) You know? Um, And I would say earlier in my career, it's gotten a lot better. Um, But earlier, and it still does exist, but colorism was definitely a huge thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you just didn't see a lot of brown skin leading women, especially Mm -hmm. in a romantic capacity, which is one Mm -hmm. thing I applaud Black and Sexy for. Mm
1: -hmm. Because,
2: you know, having all complexions of women being seen as beautiful and sexy and desirable was is so important because Hollywood yes. was not doing that
0: at all. Um, at all. So, They're doing it now because it's profitable. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So
2: now it's in and you know. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah,
2: that was definitely, definitely another one for me. So self-doubt, learning the industry, and you know, colorism. Top three.
0: Sounds about right, sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Um, real quick before I move on to the next question, I know you mentioned how things have kind of all gone digital. So how do you think social media has kind of impacted that? Or have you had any challenges with social media coming into play?
2: Yeah, it's been interesting. I think I think it's two pronged because social media can be hugely helpful in terms of growing an organic audience outside of the industry. You know, mm-hmm. people can get a lot of engagement and followers just from posting their own content on social media, which then brings the industry to them. And mm-hmm. that's totally new because we didn't used to have that, have that option. Um, the double edged sword to that sometimes is when you try to take people from social me- media and integrate them into Hollywood, it doesn't always work out. Mm Because social media engagement does not necessarily equate to um, good, for example. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what happened probably between 2017 and 2019, you saw a lot of social media stars getting cast in projects. And unfortunately, production companies found out that those social media audiences don't always translate to real audiences. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking, oh, this person has a million followers. We'll have a locked-in audience wasn't necessarily the case. And then that person may not be a great actor. So then you Mm -hmm. have a, you know, the quality of your project is not as good. Mm -hmm. So it kind of bit people in the butt in some ways. But you can make money on social media just on social media. You know, posting your videos, posting your photos, getting ads and all that stuff. So it can work out for people in a lot of ways. I don't think mm-hmm. it necessarily is a seamless transition into Hollywood, but there are other ways to make money from it. So I'm not great at social media; mm-hmm. it's like another
0: job to me. So I just,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it really just,
0: is. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. it like, <laughs> I have to be on there at all? I wouldn't.
2: Yeah, yeah, like schedule and roll out of content, and I gotta have content ready to go. And leave me alone. I don't know when I, if, when mm-hmm. I have something to post, I'll post it. But that's just okay. me.
1: <laughs> that part, I feel that one hundred percent. And then mentioning okay. like the follower count, I have uh, friends in the dance industry, um, mm-hmm. and they say sometimes they go to auditions and they ask for their follower count. And I'm like, what does that have to do with the project? Like Has we're dancing. That's the like yeah. a lot of creative it, industry know, now. Mm-hmm. I've
2: only encountered that one time, and what was funny was this uh, director producer called me. I was in Toronto working at the time on a network project and she called me and she was saying hey there's this project i'm involved in i won't say for what company and Mm -hmm. you know i I pitched you to them and they're really interested but they're just a little concerned about your social media following numbers and i want to see if there's a way you feel like you can get it up i'm like in my head i'm like (laughs) i'm in toronto working on an abc show They don't care about my social media following. Okay. And this much smaller production company is really stressed. I was just like, "Mm, no, you know, it's probably not for me. Thank you for thinking of me, though. But that's the only time I've ever encountered that. I auditioned for a lot of big stuff. Nobody else has ever asked me that. And I'm just like...
0: Because some of a lot of actors and actresses don't even have social media accounts right. at all, like you don't find yeah, it at right. all. So it's like exactly hey, why are you asking me that question? Yeah, all
1: right. And then, strange. like you said, um, the following doesn't translate into real life, does not. So, like, if you're <laughs> you seeing do that, I, don't, music- I guess. Yeah, I guess they think if they have somebody who's TikTok famous in a music video, then the music video is going to get all these views. I don't know. Maybe. Or making the TikTok
0: famous person an artist and they literally Mm -hmm. have talent. That's another story for another time. Yes, I want to hear that story. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, child. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. All right, so um, when you're in between roles and jobs, what do you do to keep yourself grounded and prepared for the next job?
2: Um, I like to stay in class. Like I'm Mm. still, I still take acting classes. I've just started again Um, because if you're not working, then you can at least be sharpening. I always feel Mm. like you know, like there's no reason I can't be acting somewhere. so I like to stay in class. I also write now, so I like to do my writing when I have downtime. But in mm-hmm. terms of really staying grounded, I think it's about the people you have around you. I've mm-hmm. been very fortunate out here in LA, um, despite what people might say, to found, find some of the most down to earth, cool, just regular degular folks mm-hmm. that have become my, my tribe out here. And, like, we can just, like, we don't get around each other and talk industry. We get around each other and talk, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, we just, we're just, you know, regular folks having a good time, go chill at the park, go to the beach, whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: I think just having people around you who don't make it about, you know, well, what's your next project? Every time you see them, there are those people every time you see me, what you working on now? What's next for you? And you're just like, girl, I'm just... I'm out here for some time. I'm coffee. here. I just came to get Just hey. hey.
0: <laughs> Living my life. Hey.
2: <laughs> so I really yes. think you gotta just get outside of that world and just have mm. your people. So if yeah. you can if you can find that, it's hugely important in my opinion.
0: Love that. Yes.
1: Is there a character in mind that you want to play that you already haven't? And if you already had that role, <laughs> which one was it? And what was your favorite thing about the character?
2: I mean, I haven't had the role yet. I've been dying to do an action role for years. Um, the closest I got was auditioning for a Marvel film. Ooh. I didn't get it. I was like, oh, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> no. but-
0: that would have been. I would have been going up for that.
2: And I oh, love you some Marvel, and I'd be going up for you. So I would be like, "In a second, what's going on?" This is changing. But it was it was so <laughs> dope to even be in that room. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm for a Marvel movie." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would love to do action. Um, do you know the books by Tommy? Oh my god, how do you say her last name? Odiyeme, the Children of Blood and Bone series. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of characters in those books that I'm like, just listen, black people and magic and action, I'm
0: all yes. about it. That's how I feel about <laughs> Octavia Butler. I'm like, please yes. give me some Octavia yes. Butler books into films so we can. I use- auditioned for Kindred Girl.
1: Oh, ooh. how was that?
2: It was great. They're making it into a
0: series, but mm. uh, I didn't get it.
2: But I was just like, because I love Kindred. I love that book. Yeah, no.
0: And I actually like, I, I read it over and over. That's, yeah. It left a, a mark on me. It did. And I kept letting it sit there because I knew it was like one of the most popular ones. I'm like, "Mm, I'll get to it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But when I read it, I was like, okay. Okay.
1: Right. It's behind you, actually. I see it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, Oh,
1: I
2: love that. Yeah. So that would be, you know, action, supernatural world. I would love to dive Mm. into that. That would be so fun. I feel
0: that 100%. What
1: is
0: (laughs) next time you're in New York, I'll slide it on over. I'll be there um, next week. <laughs> 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 what's one thing that people may not know about being an actor that you haven't already mentioned because i feel like we talked about some things but one
2: mm-hmm. thing people may not know about being
0: an actor
2: <laughs> i mean i think people know it but you don't really understand it till you experience like it's such an awesome career to have like You wake up, you feel grateful, you're like, I can't believe I get to do this thing that I love. But there are days that you're gonna wake up and acting is gonna feel like another job.
1: Mm. Like, I think
2: people, and, and I'm the same way, like you get so excited. And then there are days that you will, especially once you have been working consistently and like, it doesn't feel like such a struggle to get opportunities anymore. You know, you may w- make up one day and be like, oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, like anybody else getting up to go to work.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
2: that, and you feel bad about it because how dare you? You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: it's like you need and, to do this thing. but You know, yeah. I think you
2: just have to accept it as part of your own humanity. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. some
2: days I, I would prefer to sleep in past five. You know, right. if my call time is six or whatever, but yeah. um, that happens and that's okay. It mm-hmm. doesn't take away your love for the job, it doesn't take away your gratitude, it doesn't mean that yourself I, I think you just have to like let yourself be human in that moment, acknowledge it and move on and go do your work. Um mm. but I think a lot of us don't realize that until it happens to us and you're like, Ooh, I shouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't be feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> so that might be one thing. I can't think of anything else. I feel like Actors we I mean that so was much. a really good
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was a good one. So yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that and I like it because it humanizes yeah. actors and actresses.
1: Yeah. It's like just yeah.
2: just people. Sometimes doing we just a different want to rest too,
1: just chill yeah. out. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> people think that having a creative job is like so Can't wonderful. And it and it, it, is. it can be, but like. For the most part, no. Yeah, it's not all rainbows and sunshine.
2: Like mm-hmm. some days, you like, oh God, I
1: gotta,
2: yeah, I gotta mm-hmm. learn twelve pages in the next. I'll be how wondering many hours.
0: about that. I'll be wondering oh. about like when you're working on like a sitcom or a show where you're like consistently having to learn all the time. It's like, uh, and then you got real life too. Mm Mhm. Trying to balance all that. Right. Never
2: mind trying to go to the bank or the grocery store (laughs) or
0: like. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So I saw on your IMDb that you have a writing and assisting assistant producer credit for the documentary "Obesidemic Weight of the World," Mm -hmm. and an associate Mm -hmm. producer credit for a short titled "Circumstances." Mm -hmm. Thank Um, you. (laughs) So you mentioned that you are going to be starting some uh, off-camera work. Um, do you, yes. well, I was gonna ask, do you ever wanna dive into directing or any other role behind the camera?
2: Oh, yes, I definitely do wanna direct at some point. I'm not there yet. There's so much more for me to learn about filmmaking. Um, I think before I did that, I know a lot of actors, they learn on the job by shadowing directors and I would definitely wanna do that also. But I think I would also like to take a filmmaking class because, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a student you know, I, I like to learn in that kind of environment where, where the environment is dedicated to my learning, if that makes sense. Mm. So I think that would be mm-hmm. helpful for me. But um, yes, I definitely want to direct. I find myself on set now thinking about shots and composition. And I'm just like, when I read scripts, I see a lot mm-hmm. of the shots now. So it's just like, oh, I think I could do this. But um, also writing has become... I mean, I I was an English major, so I've written a lot, right? And that's why I think I've steered away from it for so long, because I was like, I don't want to write nothing else. After four years of papers, (laughs) I I was done. Um, But I I started writing again, and I have, you know, a shopping agreement for one of my projects, and I just got a... um, an option deal with
0: Netflix or for another Yes! One of my so yes. Come on, things
2: are love things are see. happening, and I'm just things like, thinking. oh, yes. okay,
0: yes. yeah.
2: So I'm like, maybe that this writing thing could be a
0: thing. I mm-hmm. <laughs> so, want to step <laughs> into to it. Be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. All right, um, I'm so excited about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so in your Gears again, you performed as the character Orange Blossom on Strawberry Shortcake's Very Bitty Adventures. <laughs> what was your favorite part about working on that show and how did you get the role?
2: So with with the Orange Blossom, with all my cartoon credits, I am I'm not the voice, I'm the body and the face. Oh
1: the body. So oh, we okay. do oh. reference
2: acting, which is like um, for CG animation, you know where they put the dots? It's like motion capture. So
1: Mm -hmm. it's a form
2: of that, except we don't have to do the dots. We're just on a sound stage and we have the audio and we literally act out scene by scene, almost frame by frame so that the animators can see what it looks like to -hmm. make the characters more human. Like the way my hands move, the way my eyes move, whatever. Um, And so I had to audition for that. Just anything else, I had to go to the studio And they would play the audio. They give you, you know, a couple seconds to memorize it. And it's not a lot. Mm -hmm. They try not to give you long blocks to memorize because you have to memorize it quickly. Mm -hmm. And they start playback and you have to move through the scene as the character and they film you and digitize it. Um, So that was cool. Yeah, it was actually really fun. And it was very nostalgic because I remember Strawberry Shortcake from when I was a kid. And. We worked on Care Bears and a bunch of other stuff, and a lot of times, it was just fun and silly, like you're being a cartoon, (laughs) so.
0: I didn't even know that they did that. That's super cool.
2: I didn't know until I started working there. I was like, oh, snap, and I ended up working there for years because we did a lot of shows and some like animated films, so.
0: It was fun. I love that feeling. Yeah, that oh sounds, oh, that's well rounded. Right? Got all the yeah. experiences. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yes. I
1: see, try some some mocap work. Oh
2: okay. yeah, especially if you have a dance background, because they look they look for people with dance background.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, right. Yes. Um. So you pledged, AKA. Um. Do you take any of your D nine experiences? Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> sorry. And use them for roles or is that something you separate from work?
2: Hmm. I don't know that I, let me think now, let me think. I remember one audition years ago when I started and they asked me to step. I don't remember why though. (laughs) I was like, I don't think the character was a stepper, but um, generally it's not something that I have to use for my work. I think, you know, we learn things in our pledge processes and in our membership that we take with us in terms of like connecting with other people, particularly black women, and like just using that sisterhood in terms of finding other ways to like connect with people in these experiences, onset, offset, all that. Um, but I don't know if any of my pledge experience or even on campus experience. I'm trying to go through the characters in my head, have influenced mm-hmm. the way I've played any of the roles. I don't think so. But I would love you know, it would be so cool to be on a show like I don't know, like All American Homecoming, where you're on a college mm-hmm. campus and mm-hmm. maybe I I am a dean or whatever. That would be mm-hmm. that would be interesting to go back to that part of my life, Lord have
0: mercy.
2: <laughs> but yeah, being an AK has always been important. I'm, like, my grandmother, my mother, my aunt, it's just something I always wanted. So when it happened, it was really exciting.
0: <laughs> well, legacy, that's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> All right, so you played Jennifer on OWN's TV movie, Baking Christmas, starring Aloma Wright, Lynn Rose, Tim Reed, and Yonas Miles, just to name a few. What was mm-hmm. it like working with these stars? And what was your favorite thing about playing Jennifer?
2: Ugh, that I that should go up there with one of my favorites because I mm. am a Christmas fanatic. I love all things Christmas. I'm one of those people. Um mm-hmm. and so doing a Christmas <laughs> movie, I was so, so, so excited. And working with like Aloma and Tim, it was really, it was exciting. And you know, it makes you a little bit nervous because these are like vets. These are like mm-hmm.
1: OGs
2: in the business but they were so sweet and welcoming. I still talk to Aloma on the phone often. Like I love talking to her. She's just so down to earth and like so warm and we could just chit chat about anything. And Tim, you know, growing up in Virginia, people don't realize that Tim Reed was like one of the first black men with a a film studio. It was Tim Mm -hmm. Reed and he had it Mm -hmm. in Virginia. So like, I remember him being such a huge deal and he's just again just very like regular guy like hey how you yeah. doing you know it was yeah. it was it was a lot of fun and my favorite part about playing Jennifer Jennifer was that hmm. I feel like the I just really got to incorporate a lot of who Kalila is into Jennifer so yeah. you know whether it's the way she teased her siblings because I have brothers so. Teasing is a big thing, (laughs) like you know, (laughs) just her love for family, the way she connected with being around her family, like it was such a warm and like sweet, heartfelt experience. That I I really enjoyed working on that movie. I had a good time, and I that is one of the only projects that I have been in that I watch over and over. I don't like to watch myself. So, I, but I, I watched *Baking yeah. Christmas*. Mm-hmm. I
1: love that little movie. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. really really
1: cool. Are there any current projects that you're working on that we should be on the lookout for?
2: Um, mm-hmm. well, yeah, well, that we you just, can talk about. Yes, yeah, so we yeah. just wrapped season two of Johnson for Bounce TV. So that Bounce is going TV. to air July 10th. Season two starts. <laughs> um, there's a film I did like, fall of last year called Madachine Family, about two adoptive dads, and that should be out this summer. And I just signed on to work on a new project, so I leave for DC next week. I can't say much about it yet. I uh, I will be doing eight episodes of that project, so... Yay. Things are things are
0: happening. Working, working, working. And yes. grateful, Love grateful, grateful.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our last question for you. What are some tips that you have for someone who wants to start their acting journey?
2: Mm-hmm. Um first I would say get in class, big class person. Mm-hmm. Um, if nothing else, just to give you some technique to draw on, whether you go to a conservatory or stay in class for three months or three years, just to give Mm -hmm. you some real technique to draw on. It can only make you better. Um, It's also a great way to meet other actors and make connections to help guide you in this process. Again, I will just say, as somebody who didn't have connections, those are important in learning this Mm. business. So if there's another more experienced actor in your class, you can say, Hey, do you mind if we grab a coffee? I would love to just like pick your brain about some stuff if that's cool and most people are going to be like, yeah, of course.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
2: So I think that's a big thing. Um, and really taking the time now with the internet, and of course there are still books, but try to learn as much about the business as you can. Like if you're looking at TV roles, what's the difference between a co-star, a guest star, recurring guest star, recurring type of show, and a series regular? Like mm-hmm. know those things to kind of give you guidance of how you need to stair-step your career and what goals you want to shoot for. Um, Try to get, you know, go on social media, follow casting directors that are casting the shows that you like, not to hound them, but just so you know, that sometimes they're casting directors like, I want to say NCIS, they posted an open call on Instagram. Because they're looking, you know, it's one of those procedural Mm -hmm. shows so many actors on it they need actors all the time so you just want to you know be in the know and know who directors are and like if they they have a new show coming out make a comment hey can't wait to support it whatever you know just to connect Mm -hmm. yourself to these people and that can always offshoot into something else so use all the resources that you can learn the business and get in class
0: love it love it love it
2: (laughs) thank you
1: so that is a wrap for today. Um, thank you, Khalila, for joining Yay. us. Oh, thank you guys mm-hmm. for having me. Yes. This was so wonderful. I appreciate it, was. it. Um, can you let the people know where they can follow you?
2: Yes, I am at Khalila Joy on all social media. K-H-A-L-I-L-A-H-J-O-I. At Khalila Joy.
0: Yes. All right. All right. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Monday. Until then, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Yes Black Girl, and follow us on Instagram at Gas Black Girl Series. And follow Rhea and I at The Only Rhea and Unique Genre on IG as well. Until next time. Bye. 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 bye.